make sure the meeting doesn't go too long, but also make sure it doesn't go 15 minutes. Cause I've had many meetings where I sit down with actors and I'm like, I don't know what else to ask this person. I've asked them everything I can. And like, we're 15 minutes in and I wrap it and I'm like, okay, they have like nothing to say. If you've got something, let it rip. I'm never gonna do this again. Everybody grapples with this idea that you're really a fraud. Like I'm alive. And that's when it clicked with me. I thought these are not superheroes. These are just men that can do super things. This is Matt Del Negro, and you are listening to the new Stripped Down 10,000 Nose. Today's episode is kind of a part three from a conversation I had with my agent, Marion Campbell, who is with Buckwall Talent in Los Angeles. The two prior episodes that we put out that were pulled from this conversation, one was back in December of 2021 that was titled, what are talent agents looking for in an actor? And then just before this past Christmas, 2023, we put something out called Help Me, Help You. This one today picks up right where that one left off. If you haven't heard those previous two parts, I'm putting the link in the show notes to both of those. So you can just click on them and go directly there. If you wanna pause this, listen to them, come back. You really don't have to listen to these or watch these in any particular order. For now, enjoy this one. It's my end of my conversation with talent agent Marion Campbell of Buckwald Talent. Enjoy. What we do here is go back, 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 back. I will meet anyone that Matt wants me to meet because he's my client and because I love him and I trust him. I'm not going to sign everyone, but anybody that Matt sends my way, I'm 100, I'll meet them sight unseen. So if you get that opportunity, your headshot needs to look like you. You need to just, you need to give a good meeting. You can't be like a dud in the meeting, which is don't push it, but you know, be like lively and engaging and, you know, ask questions and answer questions and make sure the meeting doesn't go too long, but also make sure it doesn't go 15 minutes. Cause I've had many meetings where I sit down with actors and I'm like, I don't know what else to ask this person. I've asked them everything I can. And like, we're 15 minutes in and I wrap it and I'm like, okay, they have like nothing to say. So, you know, a good general rule of thumb is like a half hour. Um, and I think the reel can be, if you don't have a reel, like if you don't have, you know, a proper reel, that's totally fine. Nobody was born with a demo tape, but what you probably do have are some good self tapes. And I think to be honest with you, this day and age, a lot of agents would argue that seeing an actor's self tape is more important than their demo tape. Because again, the self tape is everything these days. And seeing what an actor does with a self tape is an indication as to what you're gonna be representing. That's so, huge. That is I mean, it's, yeah. huge. I never really thought about that. That's yeah. absolutely, that makes so much sense to me. Because yeah, you see just, someone on the show, it's like it's like you yeah. see that that's, like, that's what they're gonna be doing to get jobs Day -day. when you're working with them. Exactly. It's, it's huge. And, and so, and it's becoming so commonplace now, so many referrals will come to me where there's no demo tape and it's just some recent self tapes and, it, and it's completely acceptable and fine. It's not a problem. And you guys can do that, right? Like you guys can get the side and, and if you're going to, and, and if, if you're doing it, whether it's a sanctioned audition or not, whatever, you can get sides for anything these days, make sure that it's a role that you're right for a show that you can book. And that it's, you know, it's an appropriate audition, but yeah, that's, that's all you need. You know, what's funny. It's all coming back to the very first thing you said, which is know yourself. 
that yes. that has to do know yourself and advocate for yourself because yeah. that that's every basically every single answer you're giving in whatever I ask kind of comes back to that yeah. really like if you think yeah. about it, when you're in the meeting if you know yourself and you have a point of view and you're not right. afraid to express that point of view and like take up space like if you go for 15 yeah. minutes and you leave that means if i'm if i'm the agent i'm going oh they they don't believe in themselves enough to take up more than yeah. 15 minutes of my time how yeah. are they going to be when they go in for casting how are they going to be on a set they're going to shrink on the other yeah. hand if they're like staying in my office for two hours i'm like oh they're going to be a pain in the ass on set yes. no one's going to want to work with them they're going to have one line and like turn it into like a freaking two-hour ordeal and they're never going to get their day so totally. it's like it's common sense stuff but it's like yeah. it really does kind of come back to that it's like again add value how do you it's like it's like jerry Maguire. help me help you yeah you. you know yeah. it's like you gotta you gotta help them help you that's 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 the name of the game. All right, so we're at we're at three forty five. Let's open it up. Anybody have any questions that we didn't cover yet? Okay, Raf. Hi, Matt. Hi, Hi Marianne. Thank you for Hi, it's, it's me, of course. How important is social media following and presence? Oh yeah. Um, for me personally, I don't care. So I could care less about anyone's social media following. Buyers look at it. So if you're up for a role and you're getting close at some point in the process, someone is going to go online and look at you. They're going to Google you. They'll probably start by Googling you. And then at some point, someone's going to like, see if you have an Instagram page. I have plenty of clients that have zero social media and they're doing just fine. I represent a young actor. In fact, very young. He's in his twenties, no social media. He's doing just fine. You do not need to be an influencer in order to be an actor. It is two completely different disciplines, two completely different skill sets. Just because you're an influencer does not mean you're a good actor. So they are two totally separate things. That being said, if doing social media is organic to you and feels right, and you're getting a lot of traction, you should 100% do it because having both is great because as your career goes along as an actor, there's a social media component to that. And like, you know, at my company, we have a branding department, we have an influencer department, that department can pick up on that. And it's a great secondary source of income for sure that can supplement what you're doing on the acting side. But, you know, it's not like you have to be an influencer in order to get an acting job in this town. Thank you, that's very really helpful. Yeah. Hi, I'm curious to know if it bothers you or how you feel about your talent doing submissions themselves, if they go on like Casting Network or Show Facts, yeah. and then if they see sides that maybe they didn't get an audition for, if they put it on tape and it's really good and then send it to you. Totally. You feel about Fine, that happens every so often um, with, it, clients that I represent in all facets of their career. It, it, if there is a project that you know about that you feel, again, it's knowing yourself. You're like, I am perfect for this. I, I, I could book this. Like it's me. My career is at the point where I could book this role. You know, it's not pie in the sky, like the lead of a feature film where they're going to like make it an offer to a star. Yes. If it's a perfectly acceptable role that you can book and you have the sides 
You should put it. In fact, I love it when clients do that. You know what? I put it on tape. Here it is. I feel like it's really strong work. Do you mind sending it along? You know, I don't cry wolf, but I just really feel like this needs to, I will send it every time. I don't care. I send, I'll send rogue self tapes to buyers. I do it all the time. Um, and then what was the first part of your question? Um, like submitting. Self-submitting. Like yeah, it's fine. Look, here's the thing. Self-submitting is totally fine. What's not fine is taking the job and booking it yourself without telling me, because if there are these, if they're fringe people that I don't think you should be working with, don't accept a job like behind your agent's back. Um, so yes, I think self-submitting is completely fine. If you get a job offer, totally fine, but just please tell me about it so I can be involved to make sure you're protected. I want to add one thing before. Thank you, Mandy. Um, and I know we have 10 minutes and Marion has a okay, hard yeah. out. Um, yeah. So, okay, you got it. I was just going to say over COVID, this yeah. is just an example of like why you tell your reps about everything. I, uh, a, a podcast guest came to me, texted me, Hey, like it was weird pandemic stuff. And she's like, can you and your kids do a commercial for our company from home on your iPhone? And they were going to pay me like, you know, a substantial amount of money. I, what I went to Becca and Marion and I said, this is what happened. I don't do you, is this in your jurisdiction? Do you, what do you want to do? They ended up getting me more money. We also got totally protected like legally. And then right. I ended up getting them to, uh, with Ayla's help, we ended up getting them to um, sponsor the podcast. So I made like double the money that I would have. And, and you know, and sometimes you guys will think right. like, well, I don't want to give away you know, then I'm going to give away this percentage of the money. It's like, but you're going to get more money likely if your representatives are in there going after them for you and you're going to be protected and it's above board. And again, add value. These guys, like I just dumped, you know, it wasn't like it was a crazy amount of money, but I dumped money in their lap. They didn't have to do anything. I did it. Totally. So, you know, what do you think the next time they're going out to sell people? They're like, oh, well, he's dumping money in our lap. I'm going to, you know, so it, it, it's, good idea to always keep them in the loop. It's a team again. Yeah. So, okay. Totally. I'll shut up. And who is this here? What, what's your name? I can't. Uh, Alessia. Oh, hi, Alessia. Okay. Hi. You, you hi. take it away. Hi. Okay. Um, what if you're an international actor and you're still in the process of getting a, a working visa? Oh yeah. Do you have preferences on what kind of working visa an actor should have? Yeah, I mean, it should be an O one for sure. Okay. Um, anything else isn't going to work. And you do, unfortunately, in the time as we're living in, it's you got to get it. I mean, we have plenty of clients that don't, but it has gotten really hard to get them work. Frustratingly so. And I'm talking series work. There's a show that starts in November and we have three clients that have auditions and we had to pass on all of them because they don't have visas and they can't get it in time. It's harder to get visas. The, the lead time's a lot harder. The expedited visa is no longer expedited. So it does behoove you to try to make that happen sooner than later. And it should be an O one. Thank you. Thank yeah. you for the question. And I, I'm, you know, that's cool for me to hear. I had no idea about that stuff. So <laughs> yeah. I'm, gl I'm glad that bad. someone yeah. asked it. And, yeah. uh, you know, uh, all right, Kellen, what do you got? I've talked a little bit about the insiders and with Matt about this, but um, for people that aren't in Hollywood or in New York or in these big mm -hmm. uh, entertainment hubs, what would you recommend as far as 
how to kind of get your name and your brand out there. And also if someone's trying to possibly move to like in Atlanta or mm -hmm. a New York or a, or a Los Angeles, what are your recommendations for that process? I mean, you know, given COVID, you can really kind of be anywhere. Mm -hmm. you know, this, so there's that. I mean, you everything's self-taped. So plenty of my clients over the pandemic moved out of Los Angeles and are living in places like Nashville and Montana and Colorado. So that's kind of less of a problem, especially with so many things being on Zoom. I mean, I guess there's an advantage to living in a hub where you can be a local hire like Atlanta or New Orleans, if you're not going to be in LA or you're not going to be in New York, you know, certainly you need to be able to be a local hire everywhere. So there's that too. I mean, everything's on zoom, but then it's like, we need LA locals. You've just got to be willing to do that, whether you live in LA or not. In terms of working on your brand, I mean, I think that and it goes back to what I was just saying, right? Social media isn't crucial, but you can be posting things. You can make videos. You can work on, you know, projects that are, are your brand that are kind of, you know, who you think you are. And I think you can, another thing you can do depending upon where you live is like get involved. Like it's a small thing but you can get involved in your community. You can do like community outreach. You can do like nice things for where you live because it's nice when people say nice things about you. Something that we talk about cl to clients about a lot when we sign them and as they're coming through their careers, what causes are important to you? So like what nonprofit organizations do you you know, like, like what, what's important to you, because that's going to be part of who you are and your outreach and your activism is going to be part of your brand as your career grows. And you want to think about that. Um, it's never too early to think about that, frankly, you know, what's important to you. Okay. We've got Melissa with a question here. Hi, Marion. Hi, Matt. Hi. Thank you so much for this. If you are, you already have, you know who you are, you have your material, you have your real, everything aligns, your headshots, and I don't have a referral to get to you. You know, I don't have that person on set that it's saying, oh, Melissa, go ahead and meet Marion. Right. What do you, what will catch your eye? An email? Uh, I mean, you know, what, what's the best way to, to do that? Yeah. I mean, a lot of, a lot of people self-submit. Um, a lot of people, I look at everything. I don't respond to every self-submission. I, I don't. Um, but I look at all of them. All agents do. Um, and you can self-submit to agents and managers all day long. Um, and you should, you know, um, because you never know who's going to respond. Right. And it's an in, right. It's a foot in the door. It's a meeting. It's, you know, then you're kind of off to the races. So I think that's a, you can self-submit. And I think too, like, I mean, in the pandemic, it's hard. I used to say like networking, like is everything in this business. And you could kind of like go to mixers or parties and like get to know people can't, can't really do that as much anymore, but you can find a community of friends in this business. So like this right here is a community, like there are different support groups and pods of support inside this business. That is huge. I think you have to find your tribe and of supportive people, whether it's actors, maybe there's a casting director that you meet through that group. You've got to find a support system of people that you're comfortable sharing ideas with, sharing sides with. Hey, I got this audition. I, you know, I'm sharing it with you guys. 
you know, let's collaborate on it. That alone is going to give you something to do. And you have no idea where that group of friends is going to spill out to. Yeah. You've got to be social. That's, that's a great endorsement for the insiders thing. I didn't even pay you to do that. Uh, you um, didn't. It, you know what? It is actually true though. Somebody, I can't say who, somebody in this group booked a Marvel movie, getting, having someone else in this group read with them on their self tape. So just saying, and there's a lot That's... of like cross pollination going on, which I didn't even necessarily see coming when I started it. Melissa, thank you. There's one last question. Yeah. If you can't okay. do it, then we'll- Let's do it. No, let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. Let's do it. Ellie. Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to clarify something you said earlier about the the quality the quality of the self-tape or that yeah. if you overdo it, you might be freaking the casting team, team out, you know? Yeah. I, I actually like going to a studio to get it done because I prefer that and I don't want to think about the setup because I get yeah. really like perfectionist about it. That's but what that means is the quality is really good. Like they're really into their quality. They're into the lighting and everything. It looks yeah. and sounds amazing. But now I'm, I have to put no, it No, that's fine. No, that's oh. fine. That is fine. And paying to get them done professionally like that is fine. What's not fine is like, music, some weird opening credits of your, right, and then yeah. like your slate pops up and then like you're cutting, like you're out, like Matt was saying, like, it's like a pioneer audition. So you're like outside, like on a covered wagon and you're saying the lines and then it's being cut. Like it's this movie. It like, it's right. never going to get you the job. Let me tell you something. Let me give you something that's embarrassing for me, but you know, once in a while you have to, right before I left LA, I had something for a Peterberg uh, Netflix thing. It was really cool. And I did the audition and then I decided to do this thing where you see me like digging outside, you see me smashing a thing. And I had this music come on and I sent it. And Becca was like, I go, do, is it cheesy? Is it whatever? And she's like, it's interesting you use that word. She's like, I'd cut the music and did that. And like, at least I had someone that I could trust, but I was also in the mood. And, and I will say this, look, everything that Marion is giving you is, <laughs> is sound advice, but we are artists. And so you cannot yes. forget the part where sometimes everybody's trying to do what's the, the best advice for you. Sometimes you got to say F you to them if you feel it in your gut and, and you do that yes. and you go over the line, not all the time, but once in a while, when you, when I've gone over the line, it's worked. It's, it, yeah. it just, it's, but you're putting yourself out there. I've done some embarrassing things in auditions and it's like, but sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. You just go, all right, well, at least they know I cared. Anyway. Yeah, you made a strong choice. You chalked yeah. up to a strong choice. But I did recut that one and I kept my little thing and I got rid of the music so it wasn't cheesy. At least I thought. Thanks for listening. Really appreciate you coming over here or watching this on YouTube, however you got to me. Just want to let you know a couple of our offerings. If you go to 10,000knows.com, we have the 10,000 Knows Insiders community, which is a virtual community where I meet with artists once a week, every Monday for an hour over Zoom. And then every month I bring in an industry VIP. You can also check out my book, 10,000 Knows, How to Overcome Rejection on the Way to Your Yes. If you're interested in private coaching, whether in person, 
person or over Zoom, I do that as well. For all this stuff, email info at 10,000nos.com. In the subject line, tell us what you want. We do our Let's Shoot the Rehearsal weekend intensive on-camera retreats in New York City and elsewhere throughout the year, every couple of months. So check that out. You can also email us to join the newsletter. I will not flood your inbox. It'll only come once a week. Love to have you in our circle. Thank you for listening. If you really dig it, tell your friends, put it on social media. If you feel like it deserves a five-star review over at Apple Podcasts, please give us one there. Once again, thank you, and we'll see you next week.